Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, welcome everybody and thanks for joining us this morning on a beautiful weekend here in Wisconsin. I know I say that almost every weekend, but that's because it is beautiful almost every weekend here in Wisconsin. I am Tommy the True Neubauer. To my left is the now back returned Danny Bush, and uh, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live, and uh, we uh, like it if you want to give us a call to complain about something or if you've got any questions or comments, 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. Or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Well, Danny, I'm glad that you're back. Yeah, I listened to your show, yeah, Tom. Yeah, I'm um, glad you're back. Listened to the show. I wanted to call. I forgot to call you uh, this week and tell you tell you you did a fine job, at least for the first hour because I listened as I was oh, driving well, up. Yeah. Well, uh, and Ra- Randy was in. Randy here. Belko from Midwestern Shooter Supplies was in here, and uh, yeah, he had a lot of good information. We were talking about the Fall Fest, you know, coming up. Yep. And a, a number of other things. You know, Randy's got a wealth of information as far as not just hunting and firearms and reloading supplies, but he also knows a lot about fishing and what's going on, like on Winnebago and the Big Pond and all that. So, yeah, and I, yeah it's very informative. I heard you trying to chisel him on a deal oh, out of that yeah. handgun you want to buy. Yeah, I was, I, teasing heard him. I was teasing him a little bit. Will I get a better deal if I come up now or should I wait for Fall Fest? So, <laughs> so are you going up for Fall Fest today? Why don't you no, go th- up and I thought buy that's it. next weekend. The 17th and 18th. Is it next weekend? Yeah, next weekend is Fall Fest. It's a big deal. If you want any more information about it, folks, just go to uh, uh, mwshooters.com. It's all next week. I thought it was this weekend. No, it's a a big deal up there. I mean, they got live music at night. They got uh, firearm auctions. You can try out guns. They got lots of food. And and, and it's kind of like a rummage sale, too. You bring stuff that you want to sell. I think you pay, like, what did he say, like $15, $20 for a spot, you know, and you can, like a like a seven-mile fair or something, you know. So it's a lot of stuff going on, and it supports the different organizations in that community of Lomira. So, uh, yeah, it's a big deal. A lot of people. He said last year there were like 10,000 people went through there 
in two days. That's a lot. Is Gordy going up there? Oh, you know Gordy will be there. He'll probably be sleeping in his truck overnight. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to do that stuff anymore. He's getting, I, I don't know. He's getting yeah. kind of old for that. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's going to be next week. It's a big deal. So, uh, And that's, yeah, we were talking about that stuff. He was talking about how the walleye fishing is so good right now on Winnebago. He says it's fairly easy to go out and get your limit of 15 to 19 inches. Uh, he says whether you're jigging on the reefs, slip bobbering, trolling the mud flats, he said they're just all over the place, and they're getting darn nice perch too. So fishing is uh, catching is really good on Winnebago. Oh, I see. Greg's got the Fall Fest stuff right up there. Yeah. yeah. So Fall Fest is next Friday and Saturday, the 18th and 19th. Yep. Goes from 8 a.m. to midnight. They have bands, food. Trial guns. Trial guns, sportsman swap meet, gun auction, bow fishing tournament. Oh, yeah, that big, but he was talking about that bow the fishing carp thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. carp thing. And yeah. raffles. Yeah, and raffles. A, lot of, a lot of raffles. So I don't know if I'll make it up there or not. Uh, you know, I'm not one for crowds. But I don't know if you knew it's that. It's not that bad, though. Yeah. But you don't, I, have you got, uh, is it agoraphobia? What's the phobia that has crowds? Ogliophobia? I, I Check into that, uh, Greg. I don't know if I've got a phobia. I just don't care for big crowds like that, you know, where you're packed in shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, I mean, agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. No, A G O R A P H O B I A. Yeah. Agoraphobia. Agor. See, I was pretty close, yeah. guys. That was it's pretty. Like, it's impressive. Yeah. Pretty impressive, yeah. huh? Yeah. I know my stuff. <laughs> I, you know, I used to teach a health class. I, you know, covered, you know, covered all the mental illnesses. It's it's like Summerfest. I've never been to Summerfest. But here's the thing. Really? This, never been there. Lived here my whole life. Never been to Summerfest. Any concerts? I played at concerts, but I never went to them. Okay. Summerfest, I can so see, can different. get congested. But this Fall Fest is big. It's outside time. Yeah, it's, it's spread di- out. It's different. It is spread it's out. It's different. It, it is totally different. State yeah. fair? I was there once when my wife and I were first married. And, now, and the other times I had to go to state fair was for outdoor Wisconsin, where we had to sit in the booth and talk to people or whatever, but other than that, I've never gone to walk around and see this. Here's a guy who's had a chick since he's 15, Greg, because he had no reason to go to Summerfest. Any straight, red-blooded American male is going to go to Summerfest just to see the chicks, you know, like the first, at least when you're a young guy anyway, right? you got to get out and about. When you were there, you're talking about when you were there at State Fair for who you were with? My wife, when we were first married. No, when you said you you were working? Oh, with Outdoor Wisconsin. Yeah, we used to have a booth there years ago, a oh, yeah, long that, time ago. That's when this happened. You show me one of those 20-inch oh, crappies, I said, I'll go. give you $1,000. That's right. No, that that's ha- right. When he first got that, on stage, that's when no. he got on the main stage, and no. then they right before they shot him through a cannon <laughs> <laughs> to a big and, net. And that's what happened. And that's what happened to me. That explains it all. <laughs> so how about Lambeau Field? No, I was going to say that was the only reason why we had a band. What? was the meek chicks. <laughs> that was the only was reason. Like, well, yeah, that's why we anything does. Yeah. 90%, 90% of things that a guy yeah. does in life, yeah. face it, it's the meek chicks. Yeah. You, you know, why else would you bother working out? You know, it's a pain in a, you know, if 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 they dug fat guys, let me tell you, I'd be eating donuts and pizza and everything else, man. Yeah. No, I've been to Lambeau Field twice, and uh, and that was enough. I mean, it's an experience I think any Packer fan did, should go and see, you know, once at least. Did the crowd bother you there? Because that's where it's uh, more crowded than anything. Didn't care for oh, it. Go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. When you go to the bathroom, and guys, in wintertime, it's funny because you're all lined up 
and you're kind of shoulder to shoulder. You got all your big clothes on. And as, as I was going through there one time, one guy started going, it was hilarious. Uh, have you ever gone to a stadium where they just have for the guys a trough? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just a Wrigley. trough. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's how Wrigley is. No, but there was someplace else I was at where you're where standing it was just around a in a circle taking no. a pee. There, no, it's just a, it, a long, a long oh, yeah, trough, that, trough yeah. against the wall. Right, and right. you just, just walk yeah, up. Right, yeah, right. It's like, trough. oh, God. Yeah. Well, the, you're at a Packer game and you got all this. Cold weather gear on, and you're cold already, so you're uh, might have a little shrinkage, and then you got to get all your you got that right. You got that right. You better uh, hope that there's plenty of pressure in the hose, bub. Um, right, but then to... some 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 sick guys start peeing in sinks too. I've seen that at oh, Lambeau yeah. Field. Yeah, no, there's I, a guy I know that wears depends to Packer games. Oh come or, on! No, man. you know what you can wear is the. It's see. called the fire. No, the the. Trolley men's fr- trolley driver's friend or something like that. Streetcar, the streetcar driver's friend, trucker's friend, or whatever it is. It, it it attaches to your manhood, and you got a bottle on your leg that catches. You know, if you got to go, that you never have to. Is it, so is you it, have to put a catheter in? It, not a catheter. It's kind of like a condom with a tube at the end. Is that what so. uh, race car drivers use? I think they were depends. Really. No yeah. kidding. Really? How I come didn't, they don't I have didn't know that. that? How come they don't have that on the side of the car? <laughs> Driving yeah. the Pens for Taurus. I don't think they really want to promote that part of racing. I don't think so. Well, you you got to think about it. These guys are racing for hours. What, five, six hours. hours and they're, yeah. they're not 500 get, miles going yeah, around they're not, they're in circles. Going, it's not like they get a pit stop and like, oh, no. I'm just going to use the bathroom. No, they can't. No. Of course, they no. probably sweat. They might have they're, that thing, though. I don't, listen, I don't know. Listen, no. Here's the thing. They probably are sweating out everything. Oh, they anywhere. are. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they but are. When, you do want to. But do you think they would have to stay hydrated? They yep, can't yeah, start cramping yep. up they, when you're they driving. They drink a lot man. of water. Yeah, because that gets pretty hot in those cars. I heard. Right. Well, and what know. if you got to? If you go got to go two. number two, forget it. No, you don't eat the day before. You don't. You. <laughs> but, but you would think that you know depends would be a natural sponsor for those guys. Yeah. Maybe well, they are. They just don't. It's one of those small you know, stickers. Every not the big one every that you never see. Eighty-year-old yeah. guy out there thinks, "Well, Rusty Wallace wears them, so can I, or whatever." I tell you what, with bathrooms, the new addition to Lambo, the yeah. the that area like level five, six, and seven, five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred, yeah, seven hundred. Those are phenomenal because you're in your own little wing, and they have their own separate bathrooms. Phenomenal bathrooms. Well, it's just phenomenal nice construction clean. because I don't care about clean, but there's no you, your own little section has their own specific bathroom. It's not like you're sharing one bathroom with fifteen sections. Your own section has that bathroom. Oh wow, wow! So they got a lot of bathrooms there now. Yeah, that's good. You know, I got to tell you the coolest time at Lambo. The, the one thing I'll never ever ever forget. Uh, we were at the. Uh, the end of the field when uh, there were a couple of jets, fighter jets that came in that swooped down, you know, and they were coming at us, okay? And, and I mean, I thought they were really low. I mean, I mean, because normally they're pretty high, you know, but these seemed a lot, you know, pretty low when they swooped down. And then when they got about the middle of the field or where we were almost, well, it's hard to tell. But anyway, they hit those afterburners to take off then up in the sky. I swear to God, that whole thing was shaking. That whole area, the everything was shaking. It was I swear to God, I could see rivets on those on those damn planes. It was just a thunderous 
sound and everything shaking. It was so awesome. I'll never forget it. It was so cool. It was really, really cool. Yeah. yeah but him. I think everybody should go to Lambeau once. If you're a Packer fan, you should go at least once. I prefer watching them on TV, you know, watching the games on TV at home. I prefer that. But you, I think everybody should go at least once. And well, think- it's a whole it's a whole experience. Oh, it is. I mean, not, a doubt. You get, don't just go there and park and no, an no, hour before no. the game. You got to hang go, out with the crowd and everything. They shut down two miles in oh, every direction. Churches awesome. are charging for you to park. And yeah, you're tailgating in yeah. a church parking lot, just drinking beers and mm-hmm. having fun with people. You know that's you know that side of the parking area where there's all those houses. That they mm-hmm. want to buy up, <laughs> they already did buy up. Oh, did they? Okay. Well, that's where my son all my son still goes to games in that. Okay, and and that's where he would always park. They park in this lady's front yard. All right, yeah. and he had a standing deal with her every year, and she'd get like maybe five cars in her front yard, something like that, and and then in her backyard, that's where you could tailgate, right? In her backyard, okay, and everybody had their little area where they could tailgate. And then after, uh, I think, because it was one of the years when I went up there, we had our own porta potty that everybody chipped into. I forget how much it was. Everybody chipped in so much, and we had our own private porta potty instead of walking into the the par- Packer parking lot and using there, standing in line for a half an hour. You know, it was very, and you could leave your grill set up in her backyard, let it cool down, so that when you came back after the game, everything was cooled off. Then you know, it was very very nice. But getting out of there. What a nightmare. See, I had, <laughs> see, growing up in the Bay Area yeah, as I did. Yeah, you were up there. Oh, yeah. I knew everybody. I ran for mayor once and almost won. <laughs> I'd go out, I'd be uh-huh. shaking hands, kissing babies. Uh-huh. It, was, it felt like Bart Starr living uh-huh. in Green Bay. Uh-huh. So anyway, uh, I had a spot that I bet would still probably work today. I told a few people where you can go into Green Bay easy in, easy out. Yeah. Got a parking spot. It involves some side streets. You can instantly be out of there. No traffic. Easy schmeasy. Oh. So oh, it was great because I have season tickets up there. And for years, all the way up to Do you have season tickets? Is that a three in my name? Oh, and, uh, wow. For years, hey, Greg, we got, a, years, you got an in. Well, what, mm-hmm. what happened was, <laughs> we, what happened was uh, we had seven in, in our family's name. A couple were in my name, a couple in my brother's, a couple in my dad's. See, like when I was one year old, In 1959, he put my name on the waiting list. Mm -hmm. He put our names on when we were babies. By the time we were all like 14, 15, we were in the kids' section. And Mm -hmm. then once you get kids' section tickets, which are in an end zone, you get on first priority list to get the adult. So he he accumulated them. And when they had that seat licensing thing and charged 1,500 bucks, dad said, I'm not going to spend 1,500. I was at the ice bowl. And he was. My mom was six months pregnant. He put her in a sleeping bag put her in a seat and zipped her up into a sleeping bag. Um, so anyway, I took the three best tickets and I paid 1500 and I told two buddies of mine, I said, okay, give me 1500 each. The tickets are in my name, but they're your tickets right. till death. So the three of us have them. And uh, after the Packers won the first Super Bowl, we went for a couple more years. And then I and the one guy said, you know what? Driving back to Green Bay on a Sunday night and working Mondays doesn't work anymore. So that's just my one friend takes them. Yeah. But, you know, they send you a bill for $1,700 every May. I'm more than happy to pass it off and say, here, buddy, pay it. But if I ever want to go to a game, I can tell them, hey, man, I want want to go to one of these. Jeff Jeff Orlowski, the producer of the uh, Final Inspection show and many other shows on this station, has four season tickets. But his are club level. 
Oh, jeez. So oh, wow. he's he's looking at you know, eight home games, a grand every home game. Wow, wow. Well, listen, we gotta go. We gotta go to a break. When we come back, folks, I promise we will talk some fishing, some hunting, some outdoorsy stuff. We 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 got it all lined up like we planned it, right? Out, out, <laughs> out, outdoorsy stuff. Yeah, outdoorsy type stuff. We'll be right back with more Doesn't of the mid. Sound too macho, Tom. <laughs> outdoorsy no. stuff. Okay, outdoor stuff. Good. Okay, better. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you live and unrehearsed from the Bait Mate Fish Attractant Studios there, Tom. Yeah, 799-1250 if people want to call us, or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. All right, Danny. Uh, I see you got a magazine with you today. Is that a, for the Hornschwaggle well, coming up? No, I, I, I got... How, have you got your thinking cap on? I'll try. I don't okay. know. It's pretty early in the morning. Okay, Greg. It's 7, what is it, 624 in the a.m. Greg, you on the, you on the buzzer there? Oh, oh yeah. Here, oh, we, yeah. here we go, Greg. You're hey, going to do it any, to me again. Do we have anything to give away by any chance? Uh, I can give away some mini mites. Some mini mites? Yeah. Okay, so here's the here's the thing. Uh, if, if someone wants to call 799-1250... And your money, your mini mites are running on how well Tom answers these questions. But I think he'll get it. So if oh, someone wants uh-oh. to call 799-1250, I think you'll win a pack of mini yeah, mites. So if and, I do good, the, right. I send them a, a they get, a, they uh, get I, their mini mites. I, they get a they get a five pack of mini mites. Yeah. Five pack of mini mites. Let's oh, so. just get ready for this. You're get just ready getting for ready it. for okay. it. Uh, you gotta have someone call. Well, yeah, we'll wait You'll for sure calls. win. I won't ask Tom tough questions because you know, I kind of, I got kind of buffaloed him on. Well, no, you did okay on the fifty top lures of all time, Tom. Well, yeah, some of those did not count. Yeah, though. you're right. Oh, they, the God. ones those, they put there in were there, some stupid ones. My God, stupid. They didn't. People, stupid. A, a fishermen never even heard of some of those. Yeah, I you don't know, know what I mean, those dumbheads were thinking yeah, when I they did know. that. But well, you know that that's very. Uh, would that be objective okay. or subjective or whatever? But yeah, they're putting in whatever they want to put in. It's just like when you're writing your articles, you know. Yep. Yep. You know, you're writing your opinion and stuff. What what wait you, what wait, you want to put in there? Wait a second. Wait. When I write my articles, that's all factual, and uh, there's no bias whatsoever no. in mine, Tom. No, you don't. I'm not add, like you, that. You don't. I'm add not a little fake opinion. news. You're not. What a, like Mr. Fake? <laughs> fake hunting and fishing news? No. Of course not. But you're not do, like that. But you add your opinion on things, right? I got no opinions. I'm totally objective, Tom. Oh, you are. Yeah. No opinion. I'm not the opinionated no. guy that you no. are. I am. I know oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are pretty yeah. opinionated. Oh, sure. Guy. Why not? Yeah. Why not? But except with your wife, right? I, I, I you listen I, to her. I have two tattoos, one on each hand. One hand says, yes, dear. The other hand says, I'm sorry, dear. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. That's good, Tom. It answers every question. 
There we go. Everything. Okay, we got a okay. contestant on we hold. We do. Holding. No, he's not on hold, but we do have his information. Okay. So if, so he's going to hold breathless. Who, who he's going to listen it, breathlessly. It's, it's Matt from St. Francis. So if Tom okay. answers, he's right. Tom, Matt in St. Francis wins some mini mics. There you right. go, Matt in St. Francis. In my hand okay. is the 25th anniversary of In Fesh Fisherman Magazine, mm. a special issue. Okay, here it is, their 25th anniversary. Mm. This is when it was a good, thick make. So anyway, on the cover, it says American Angling Legends Talk Fishing 2000. Oh, I guess this was in 2000 when the 25th anniversary was. So <laughs> I got anyway, a little magazine there. <laughs> so anyway. A 17-year-old magazine. You're you an old hoard, guy. Do you hoard You're these? an old guy, Tom. Do you, do you hoard these things at no, home? <laughs> no, I think I got these when they cleaned out the muskie shop, but I saved okay. some of the classic right. ones, Tom. Right. What do you mean, oh, hoard? No, I'm in the, wait, do I look like a hoarder? I don't know. Okay. But I need a coffee. So it says, just pay attention. America's Angling Legends Talk Fishing 2000. So they've got a list of names on the cover of the magazine of Angling legends. Mm -hmm. For our for Matt to win the mini mites, name three of the names on the cover oh. here that are angling. How many how legends. many names are there? Let me count. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, seventeen, okay. eight, nine, twenty. There's about thirty names on okay. here. Okay, so L Linder. Okay, give him a ring. Okay, you got one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Bill Dance. Hold on. Do I see He's got to be on there. He's got another ring. God darn it. And uh, let's go with uh, the guy who started Bassmaster, Ray Scott. Give him a ring again. Wow. Wow. Hey, you're on a roll. How wow. About, okay, so he... Ring. Here, give me that. I'll send Matt out his mini mites. Matt's already a winner. All uh, right, Matt, you get him. Hold on. You said L. Lindner, Ray Scott. And Bill Dance. Bill Dance. Okay, let's keep keep rolling. Let's oh, see how God. well you can do, Tom. You're on a roll. I don't want to. Come on. Uh, You're doing good. I'm proud of you. You win your gold there's star so on the many. chart today. Is Virgil Ward on there? Hold on here. Give us a buzz there. No, no okay. Virgil Ward. So you three out of four. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Calm down, Greg. Yeah, yeah. don't Calm get down, carried Greg. away over Let's there. Let's not get nuts. He hasn't. Uh, boy, there's so many to put on there. I mean, there's so many guys that got TV shows. and Oh, man. Okay. Uh, if I just went through, let's say, uh, Roland Martin. There's an angling Give legend. us a ring again. Yeah, Roland, Roland Martin. Martin. All right. Look he, at you. you know, yeah. he was the only guy to win three Bassmaster tournaments in a row, back to back to back. That, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. Unbelievably good. <laughs> Did I ever tell you I met him once at a bar down in Dallas? I'm really? I was down there for, uh, there was a show and seminars and that, and I'm sitting at this bar. They, they put us up at this nice hotel, and I'm sitting at this bar, and a guy sits down next to me, and I'm having an old-fashioned, which I had a problem making at the time. You, you were know, drinking, Tom? I, I was having an old-fashioned. But you don't drink a, anymore. I was having a, sure I do, of course I do. Do you? Yeah. I've never seen you drink. Well, I don't drink and drive. I only drink at home. Also, I've never been to his house. Yeah, see? So that's why I've never seen it. Well, I was at his house. You were at my house. Yeah, right. When you fix fix my dent for but me. But anyway, so... Uh, Wise man, I guess. I, hey, so I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, guy sits down. I'm having this old-fashioned. I look over, 
here's Roland Martin sitting next to me. And I, I look and I said, hey, Are you Roland Martin? No, I knew who he was. That's that's really dumb when people okay. say that. Say, and he said, Hey, Roland, how's no, it going? I, I said, Hey, Roland, hey, yeah. can I buy I you said, a drink? No, no you no, Tom I would never no, say, I say that. that. I said, Hey, Roland. <laughs> How's it going? I says, uh, you working down here this weekend? Yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. We chit-chatted a little bit. Uh, so he told me a little fishing story. I told him one. And, and then all of a sudden, there were these six or seven uh, Japanese guys, all with cameras. Ah, oh, Mr. Martin! Mr. Martin! Ah, oh, we take picture, please! Mr. Martin, we, oh, we take a picture. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Martin. And, of course, they had to all have pictures taken with Roland Martin, you know, so... And then uh, I left, and after How watching about, that, it was kind of funny. Oh, Mr. Nubal. No, they didn't. Can we take a picture? <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Martin, who's yeah. grumpy friend? <laughs> that would be Tom. Yeah, who was grumpy friend? Okay, Tom? so. Ah, drinking old fashioned. Before we <laughs> anger every Japanese yeah. American listening to us, Asian American. Can you guess another one? What's another one? You got Roland Martin. Jimmy Houston. Give him a ring again. Uh, Look at that. Five and one, Jimmy Houston. Hank Parker, maybe. Hold on, hold on. Um, lose the there's thing. so many. Against oh, and give a buzz on that Hank Parker. You know, one. you know what? How about the guy who won the first Bassmaster Classic, Billy Murray? He won the very first one. I don't know if he's an angling legend. Give him a ring again. Oh, really? Billy's Bill Murray. on there. I that. never heard of that guy, Tom. Oh, yeah. Your there, knowledge there, just is incredible. There, there, there's a lot of guys that probably... You know what's weird? Huh. You know what I've been watching lately on been YouTube? Watching. which is Oh, we got to go to a break. You know what I've been watching on YouTube that's really interesting? You can look at all the old Bassmaster classics, all the and, and they did them in... I don't and know, all those guys are in there? Oh, yeah, all, all the, I mean, guys you never even heard of, you know, I mean, but they, it, it's like they were, I don't know if they used 16 millimeter film or what, eight millimeter, whatever it was, because they didn't have videotape back then. It was all on film. Guys sitting there smoking cigarettes, cigars, pipes. They didn't have, they didn't look like race car drivers with all the patches and banners right. and all that. And they're just out there flinging, using old Garcia 6500, uh, 5500Cs casted. I mean, it. It's it's it it is very cool to watch. You know, some of that old stuff and the boats that they used and all the equipment. Yeah, totally different. Really wow. different. But wow. listen, we got to go to a break right now. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna do the uh, uh, gut, gut report. report, and then after the six forty five break, we are gonna play Hornswoggle. We'll tell you more about that when we return to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoor. Come here, I'm gonna eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Hey, welcome. Uh, wait a minute. The Gut Report is brought to you by V Marchese Produce and Discount Leonard. Danny and I were just yakking here. Hey, you know, I'm on a zucchini kick. I like to make a lot of things out of zucchini. Here's one that you're going to love. It's called a zucchini cheeseburger. Okay. What you do is you let one of them zucchinis grow to they're about a foot long, maybe even 14 inches, kind of four or five inches in diameter. You know, they're they're big, right? And a lot of people think, well, when those zucchinis get that big, they're no good. A lot of, I, I know one person just throws them in the garbage. I said, no, man, don't throw them and give them to me. Because what I do, I peel them and I take a spoon or whatever and I scoop out the inside. I make like a zucchini boat, okay? Scoop out that whole inside. 
And then what I do is I, I, I fry up some ground beef with onions and garlic, maybe a little green pepper, whatever you like. And I fill that inside of that boat with the with the, that mixture, that uh, ground beef mixture, okay? And then I layer on top a bunch of American cheese. I put it in some aluminum foil, making sure that the aluminum foil is kind of high so that the cheese doesn't get stuck to it. And I put it on the grill for about eh, 15, 20 minutes. You got to test it to make sure the zucchini is soft, okay? And then you unwrap it, and it's delicious. A zucchini cheeseburger boat. I'll tell you what, you want to experiment with something? Try that. It's very good. And by the way, add whatever spices you like. The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma and Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. You got your uh, hornswoggle questions ready to go for the, oh, after the next break? Oh, yeah. And you guys, Uh-oh. I'm telling you Uh-oh. what, you're going to love the hornswoggle yeah. questions. Last week, I had to do the hornswoggle. So I did three musky questions. And the guy who calls, who's the contestant, is a very good angler. Named, oh, I know. They was slam dunk. Jim yes. Dabish. Yeah, he's from the Okachi yes. Fishing Club, and he, uh, Al Lindner called them. Yeah, I heard all yeah. about it. Well, anyway, Jim Dabish called, and it's like, oh, man, he's getting everyone right. I, I thought maybe I could fool people on one of them. No way. <laughs> he, he was going to get everyone right. That's so, okay. Yeah, that's all right. But anyway, going back to these legends, we were, I, we were, I was looking at some of the names. There were three names on there that I never even heard of. And if and if you're going to be an angling legend, you, you should you should have I I would have at least heard their names. I would have at least known them. Well, the one Ned Keed. I never heard of him. I don't know. A rich Zales a rich Zaleski. Never heard of him. Now I I take. Uh, take issue with you. You said Dick Pearson isn't an angling legend. I don't. He. I said he might be. He. I don't know. That's like on no, the you fence. S- you said Spence Petros was. Oh yeah, he's he's, he's on a the legend. Fence. He's on the fence. No, no, Spence. Spence has been yeah, here. Le- he's yeah, a, yeah, we can call him a legend. Facts magazine. He's, he's been around a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Dick Pearson. See, he was a big musky guy. Up yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, I forgot about that. Dick that's Pearson right. Yeah, used yeah. To, you know, sleep at night in yeah. the boat on Lake of the Woods. Yeah. And, him and Doug Johnson were the two guys yeah, on Lake yeah. of the Woods. Yeah, so, so I, maybe, yeah, maybe he is, yeah. And, you know, there's people around the country that we might not have heard of, but they're very influential in their area or in their state, you know what I mean, that people know who they are. Oh, right, right. So, well, you know, so there's going to be people that we don't know of that have done a lot for the sport of fishing. Well, just think about yourself, Tom. In yeah. Wisconsin, you've been, you know, you're yeah. bass fishing. You're a top of the bass world of Wisconsin, which everybody knew you but you go to Not another anymore. state, and uh, actually, you know, people knew me like in Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, Midwest, Minnesota. Then. Yeah, just the Midwest. Yeah, they they knew me around, you know, but. Not no, like I, not like some of these guys that are God. They're known throughout the country. I I, I knew you know I knew who you were because you know how I knew who you were because you I'd read articles that you wrote. Mm. That's how I knew the name Tom really? Bauer. Yeah, because you wrote oh. for like was it Midwest uh, Outdoors. Yeah, I, I wrote for a couple of places. Because I had a subscription to yeah, them for a long yeah, time. Yeah. We've talked to them on the yeah. air. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have. Yeah, they called and talked. But, yeah, yeah. I knew that, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that writing. I don't know how you do it. You still do that, right? Every two weeks? No, 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 no longer. No. no longer doing the bushy tails. No, that's bushy too bad. Column. Was that just yeah. too much? Yeah, you know. Gannett News Company ran out of money, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving they you such over, big bucks. They took over <laughs> the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and uh, budgets oh, and uh, print, print uh, issues are down well, now. You know, I guess it's, I don't it's, know. You know, it's not it's not easy to come up with a you know like uh, these weekly sports writers, you know, that have have weekly columns in newspapers. That's not easy to come up with new stuff. Well, every I had week. gone from once a week to once every two weeks, and then there were times I'd do once a month. Yeah. And it was hard because yeah. when I quit writing, I realized I had done it for over four years. Yeah, you were doing it I a long time. I started it in 2013, and for yeah. a long time I was coming up with something every week. And uh, I always did try to come up with something different, you know, because you don't want to talk about the same yeah. old... Well, you know what? What always what happened to me is like like not not like now. There's several magazines have asked me to to write again, you know. But it's like I feel like you know I've already written that. I don't want to write it again. But but the thing is, is we always have new people coming into the sport constantly. You know what I wrote? What let's say what I wrote about twenty thirty years ago, I could rewrite the same stuff today, and it's still relevant. Well, you know, there's 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 the how to article, yeah, and then there's the Personal experience? Experience, yeah. yeah. And so I, if I had a particularly fun and entertaining hunt or fish yeah, yeah. with a few little twists, yeah. then I'd like to tell the story about yeah. that. Well, it's kind of like I, I wrote a story about, and I should have never titled it. It was, I entitled it My First Muskie. But it wasn't about me. It was about my oldest son when he was 15. I, I took him with me up to the World Muskie Hunt, and I had to go to that banquet that night and my son was going to take out the boat and go fishing. We were staying at a motel right right on Minocqua Lake, you know. Well, he was mad at me because I had taught him about catch and release on muskies and all that, and he was really into that. And so he caught his first legal muskie, which was a 40-incher, but he wanted to show Dad, all right? And he figured Dad was going to be home at a reasonable hour. Well, it died in the live well. He had the the the, the battery going, you know, the live well going, going and then yeah. the battery died and the fish died and so he was mad at me because the fish died, you know. And so I had that one mounted for him, you know, his first legal one. Where 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 were you? That was on Manaqua. Why weren't you home at a reasonable Well, I was at the time. bank. I was at the World Muskie Hunt banquet that night oh. expecting to get my my uh, trophy Shaking or Shaking hands, kissing babies. Yeah, stuff like Put that. Put you up on yeah. stage. Yeah, stuff Maybe like Tom that. Tom Newbauer. No, that was the I did something that year that Danny nobody had ever done before, and and I've got I've got this big book. It's a big, I mean, it's got to be like two feet tall by eighteen inches wide. It's a big picture essay of the, all the world muskie hunts up until a certain point when oh okay I wasn't going so there anymore. Like I got to show you one history time. book, yeah, yeah. But I uh, I did something there. I was I was a younger guy. I was a little cocky then, you know. Is that the time you stood next to Tony Rizzo and told him he was no, short? No, no. This okay. was they Another had a, time. about a hundred feet away. They had a, 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 it was on an angle. It was a target. And there was a four foot ring, a three foot ring, a two foot ring. And then in the middle, there was a one foot ring. It was like a big bullseye, about 100 feet away. And every year, they would take a different lure with no hooks. Right. And you have to use their rod and reel and that lure. And you get one cast, one cast only at that target. One cast. That's it. One cast only. So being a cocky young fella, I was talking to these guys on the side. I said, hey, I said, I'm going to put that right in the middle of that circle. How much? And they said, yeah, right. And I said, how much do you want to bet? Come on. 
put, put, let's put up some money in there. And I'm I'm joking, tongue in cheek, you know, right? And we're all joking around. It's very very much the com- yeah. camaraderie. Yeah, camaraderie. Beer talk. You have some yeah. beers then, Tom? So, yeah, of course, a couple. Yeah. You know. So beer anyway, I uh, I had beer talk. I and and they had like uh, an ambassador. 6500C, and they had a, and this time they had like a nine inch Smitty's jerk bait on it. Big old heavy bait. Yeah, right? yeah, I know Big the you can cast it a mile. Yeah. So anyway, I adjust the lure weight control. I, I'm up to make my guys, they're throwing them all over the place. You know, I get my one cast. <coughs> I fling it out there and I start, and I think I'm going to sh- overshoot it, you know, and I just slow it down enough. It lands right in the middle. First guy to ever do that, you know, we're right in the middle. Wow! And and so now, oh, now I'm going to get really cocky. And I says, don't try I, again. I look at I look at the people; they're all lined up on both sides. I says, uh, "You want to see me do that again?" <laughs> and of course, people started giving me some crap about that. You know, we were just joking around and all. That, Did you so. try it again? No, God, no, I wouldn't do it again. I'd probably yeah, right. miss the damn thing again. Yeah, probably, probably, you know, go <laughs> hit some baby in the yeah, head. Yeah, I'd know, hit somebody cooking right, brats over. Right, all of a sudden, next you know, thing you know. 200 feet grill, away on the other side. Grill goes over, there's screams. <laughs> yeah, that might happen. Some guy's got a smitty yeah. upside his noggin. <laughs> well, anyway, folks, we got to go to a break, and when we come back, we are going to play Hornschwaggle. What is Hornschwaggle? Danny Bush is going to ask you three questions on the out of doors. You got to answer two out of the three correctly, and you will win a wonderful prize package from Bait May Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. So be a caller right now at 414 799 1250. That's 799 1250. Western Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you from the Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios. We are presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. And uh, we now have our Hornschwaggle segment. And Greg, you know, I was going to correct Tom on this. I was listening to the show last week. Because Tom announces the Hornschwaggle is, is saying, we're going uh, to ask you three questions. We're not asking questions. Oh. I'm making a statement. I'm okay? sorry. You're I'm right. going to make You're three right. statements, and then you have to tell me whether that statement is a hornswoggle or no hornswoggle. So it's kind of a question in theory, Tom. No big deal. But okay. Okay. All right. Uh, who's on the line? Who's our contestant? Our contestant is Tim from Racine. Hey, Tim. How you doing, man? Hey, how you doing, Tom and Dan? Hey, good doing, morning. Doing good, Tim. Okay, so here we go. First question. Hey, you guys. Before you guys get started, you forgot Gillespie and Winkleman and. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch that that they didn't have on that list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. There's there's tons of egg, and and I think angling legends can be in the eyes of the beholder, depending yeah. on what species of fish yeah, that you fish that for. Yeah. True. Yeah. So you know, Tom's kind of partial to the bass guys. I'd be more into the musky schmoes than there's the walleye guys. Okay. Here we go. Um, this one goes out to one of uh, one of our favorite, my favorite listeners, Tom. 
I don't, you know, can't really say his last name. I think he's actually wanted for some crimes in some states or something like that. But uh, he, he, he likes to, he likes no, no, to, not, not me. you. Not me. Uh, well, Tom, Tom likes to fish up by the Brule River, believe it or not. He's got a lot of experience. Someday I got to, when I retire, have Tom guide me on the Brule River, world famous, Boise Brule. So anyway, this one's questions courtesy of him. Let's talk trucks. All hunters and fishermen have, do you own a truck by any chance, Tim? Uh, I used to. Okay, we've all had trucks. Got to have a truck. So here we go. 100 years ago, the first Ford Model TT truck rolled out of the assembly plant, beginning an American love affair with pickups that still burns hot. Hornschwaggle or no Hornschwaggle 100 years ago? Ford pickup 100 years. No, no Hornschwaggle. No Hornschwaggle. There we go. All right. That away, Tim. God, man. Yeah. Um, I had no idea. Yeah, here we go. And and it's it was called the Model TT. Model T, yeah. T-L-R. Yeah, there we go. All right. Number two. <clears throat> the largest pike on record was 68.3 pounds. It was uh, actually netted, not legally fish in line. It was netted by Wolfgang Hoffman in 1998 in Germany in the Baltic Sea. Hornswoggle or no Hornswoggle? No Hornswoggle. No Hornswoggle. Are you serious? I, I, honest, in the Baltic Sea? I-S-H-I-T-U not, I my friend. I, I heard about that one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, and here we go. Let's see if you'd have gone three for three. You're already a winner. <laughs> you can feel good. Eagle self-esteem should be flying high this weekend, Tim. You're doing well on Hornswoggle. Uh, muskies and pike. Muskies and pike always capture other little fishes and always, always swallow them tail first. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Yeah, he knew yeah, that right away. That. They turn it in the mouth. All right, so, Tim, um, what do you... I played one other time with the guns, and I, I, I aced that one, too. So I like guns, and I like fishing. So. All right. I'm right. glad to know you're a knowledgeable listener. Hey, you're in Racine. Do, do, how's our signal come in? Loud and clear down there in Racine? Yeah, it comes in really good at this time in the morning. Oh, well, that's good to hear. It's out west where I have problems when I'm driving to Madison. Yeah. Up to Oshkosh, it's good, too. So what do you want? You want some repellent with DEET or without DEET? Uh, with DEET. What, uh, 25, 40, 100%? What do you want? We get 100%. 100%. Okay. That's that's some wicked stuff. Careful you don't get the finish on your, uh, the, the, get it on the gun stock. It'll take the finish right off. <laughs> it does. I, I, I've, I left the glove on the, four, on, on the front, of my, front of my 3006 once. It's stuck. Uh, also, as far as uh, flavor bait, mate, you, what uh, fish species, bass, walleye, general game fish, garlic and salt, catfish? I like for perch, all right? Perch. Okay, no, that would probably be the panfish, panfish one then. Yeah. Okay. Oh, panfish yeah. one, all right. All right, sounds good. Uh, I'll get this to uh, our good friends out at Baitmate. Be probably a week or two, <laughs> but hang tight. It will come in the mail to you. All right, well, thank you, guys. I really appreciate yeah. it. Congratulations, all right, care, Tim. Tim. All right, thanks, buddy. All right, we'll see you, man. Oh, good. Yeah, Tim, he's I'm good on the questions. Yeah, he was right on he that. He was right oh, on top of this, yeah. and he got old. Old Wolfgang Hoffman. Who didn't know about really? 68 Point three pound I forgot all about Gang that. Hoffman, well. In the, who, who knew they had Northern Pike in the Baltic Sea? Germany, man. Well, I guess they knew. Here's the next biggest one. What's that? Arno Wilhelm. Arnold Wilhelm. <laughs> Little Arno, man. I'll tell Arno? You it wasn't a party unless you invited Arno. He was a real card. Uh, 67.3 pounds, 1983 Germany, gravel pit in Donstadt. Donstadt. Was there a big one caught in Switzerland? Hold on. Let me look. Here we go. Uh, 
Yorg, not Lee. Yeah. Because it's J-O-R-G. That's Yorg, right? Yorg. Yeah, Yorg. Good old Yorg. Yorg Natsley, 62.3 pounds, 1979, Switzerland, in Beeler Lake. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, and there here's another big one, 63.8 pounder, found dead, 1990, in Austria. Yeah, so Sweden, I mean, uh, Europe, has some unbelievably big pike. Now, I mentioned Germany. I mentioned Switzerland and Austria. Tom, can you name another one of those European countries that's known for big pike? I know you can do it. Is it <laughs> Calm down, Greg. Is it, uh, wait a minute. Uh, I'm thinking. Okay, you take all the time, Tom. We got a two-hour I'm, show I'm, here, I'm buddy. Thinking. You get lots of time to uh, think. Let's see now. It's, it's not going to be in your, he's, he's, he's looking at. Canada. Reason. That's oh. not Europe. You give him a double buzz. I said Europe. Jeez. Canada. All right, Great Britain. Is that one? Give him a buzz again. No, none of Great Britain. Well, no. you know what? Kazakhstan. Wait a minute. There is one in, from Great Britain. You know what? There are pike. some in Great Britain. I will tell you. It's just I'm not on my list of the oh, top 20 there biggest are some. fish. But I was uh, looking well, you for got, well, Germany, Switzerland. Uh... Uh, think of drinkers, Tom. Norway. Think of drinkers. Not no. Oh, Ireland? Ireland. There really? we go. Ring. They got some big ones in There's Ireland. Ireland. Yep. 60.9 oh, wow. from Low Deris. Wow. Low Deris. Yeah. Ireland. Well. I would have known Ireland. I've thought about going there. And uh, there's a couple other. Think uh, think about um, communism, my friend. Oh, in Russia, huh? Well, USSR yeah. and Czechoslovakia. Mm. There's some big ones in Czechoslovakia. Well, didn't Putin catch a big monster well, pike? You know, Putin. You Putin, know, that he was riding a horse he's, trolling. He's, he was riding a horse on water. Yep. Yep. <laughs> While he was flexing his biceps. Well, then, you know, with I, his got shirt a, off. I got yeah, a question. Putin, he's caught more big oh. fish than anybody in, in the USSR. It's a known fact. Yeah. Well, well, it's not know, USSR in, anymore. In the Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, where they keep all these records up mm -hmm. there in Eagle River, uh, I guess these have to be records that can be verified because they called the all tackle world record out of New York at 46 pounds, 46.2 pounds. So that has, I mean, they didn't. That's they, you been can't the North take, American. No, yeah, you can't take the, the, the European records because I guess they can't, they don't, can't prove them can't, the way they want them. I guess, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, there, there's been a lot of. A lot of big ones caught. Uh, the top 20 are all the way down to 55 pounds is the smallest. Yeah. And uh, there's been some caught. Let me see one's one I of the more. some monsters up in Canada. Uh, Austria. Yeah. Let's see. Austria's had some. Uh, here's one from 1992. Austria, a 57.2 pounder. Uh, Sweden. Did we mention Sweden? Austria, Sweden, yeah, Sweden. Switzerland. <coughs> yeah. So, well, Canada... Canada has some monster pike, mm -hmm. and uh, I'd be interested to know what the Canadian record pike is. You would think that should be the North yeah. American record pike. So Yeah, and pike, you know, I'll tell you what, pikes save the day a lot of time when you're out fishing, and, and they are fighters. I'll tell you what, I love catching pike. So do you, Danny, right? Pike are fun. They really are, especially, you know, you're musky fishing, you get popped that big pike. But listen, we got to go to a break. 
We are going to, uh, you know, well, we're coming to you from the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM The Fan. We are presented by Coleman and Sanford Pellants. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.